Before we start today's episode of the I'm Fine podcast, we want to make sure that we thank our partners at Trio. Don't wait. Be ready and connect with Trio. FAFSA applications are now open, and the sooner you apply, the higher chances you have of receiving the full grant. The Trio staff at Governor State University are the, fir- are the perfect people to help. Trio can help with the financial aid process and scholarship searches. Trio can provide fee waivers for admissions applications, assist with the admission application processes, online tutoring, help with GED referrals, and provide payments for the GED test. Trio provides various avenues for career explorations, as well as resume and interview preparation. Trio can also help you understand and complete your FAFSA application. If you are ready to take the next step on your educational journey, contact Trio at 708 235 3352 for more information or visit their website at www.govst.edu forward slash T R I O. EOC. Welcome back to another episode of the I'm Fine podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things veteran mental health related. We are your hosts. I'm Eric Peterson. And I'm Brad Stozik. And today we are going to be delving into a unique aspect of mental health that many of us may not consider up until recently, which is the influence of weather on our well-being. So thank you again for tuning in and get ready to be freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional about battling the elements. Welcome to the I'm Fine Podcast with your freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional hosts, Eric Peterson and Brad Stozik. So speaking on on um, on how things are going and 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 that's nah, a fucking terrible segue. You're going to fucking Disney World, bro. <laughs> yes, like, I, I was am. trying to like make that into a say it didn't work. You're going to fucking Disney World, like I am. At the time we're recording, you're, you're doing this like tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. But with the time this episode comes out, you'll be back by then. Mm, yeah. Think, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you excited? Be, you've been out there twice with the whole family. Once or one. This will be your second. This time. will be the second time. Yeah. Yeah. Mentally, that. I don't think, but it's the happiest place on earth mm, for who <laughs> I mean for kids, for sure, for sure. For kids, <laughs> like I told you, you know, that we went on a bit of a hiatus as far as like new episodes, because it's been just life. Like we had, we had a lot of shit going on. We couldn't get a new episode out in time. We got to get the recording thing figured out. I'm working on that. Our amazing producer, Jake has <laughs> been telling us like, dude, we got to batch record stuff. And I'm like, I know, I know, but we just don't have enough time. And, uh, I brought my kids to see Disney on ice recently and that was expensive. So yeah. I'm just like, bro, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting like two popcorns was like fucking, I don't know. Like, no exaggeration. I think it was like 40, 40 some bucks for two bags of $5 popcorn in a $3 bucket with Mickey Mouse's face on it. Dude, I saw a video. This guy found an old school Disney ticket from, I think he was like the sixties or seventies that it was, he said the original price was $8, but it wasn't used and he was able to get in with it. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yep. That's cool that they honored that. that yeah. They just gave him one of the, like the new, High tech like credit card. Yeah. And then you got to go to Magic Kingdom for the day. That's pretty badass. Yeah. So one of the things that, 
you know, we were talking about topics for, uh, for the next episode. We had some good ideas. We wrote a bunch down, but I realized that like, dude, I haven't been doing great the past, like a month, especially. And I genuinely believe that the weather has something to do with that. And we were talking about it and we're like, fuck, why don't we do an episode about this? We talked about the holiday blues in the past. We talked about, but the emphasis in that episode about, uh, I'm fine with the holiday blues. One of our earlier episodes, I think it was December of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of talked about the, you know, the, the feelings of dealing with the time after the holidays and what happens to your body after the holidays, what happens to your brain after the holidays, you know what I mean? That lull, but like weather in general really has an impact on your mental health. And like, dude, I don't know, for the past three weeks, it's been gray as shit. Yeah. I hate it. The yeah. overcast. Like, I don't know how British people do it. Because, <laughs> like, the sun fucking never comes out over there, right? Like, that's their joke. That's the running joke. When I was with, uh, so I was on a multinational contract uh, with Brits and Kiwis and South Africans and some Aussies and all this other shit and some Greeks. And um, this is for the Department of Defense. And the contract was majority American and Brits. Like, we probably made up like 80% of the contract. And so I got to learn a lot about them. You know what I mean? And they always had like running jokes about it, about how it's just fucking gray all the time. And I'm like, dude, I just can't. I don't like it. No. I don't feel good. It's not, I don't know. It doesn't energize me. It doesn't make me feel good. And And so... We talked about doing an episode about it. Um, there's plenty of shit oh, yeah. <laughs> online about how the weather can affect your mood. So I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of happy to, to dive into it a bit. So, I mean, I can tell you that as far as how the weather affects my mood. So again, without reading into any of this shit, before I did any of this, I just, I sat here and I tried to just think about it to myself. Like, how does the weather impact my mood? Obviously, when it's sunny, I feel better. You know what I mean? I feel more positive. I feel like I have more energy. When it's dull and gray and shitty out, I feel the same. I just, I don't know. It's harder for me to get motivated. I mean, I've always enjoyed things like the rain and storms, like storms, rain, stuff like that. That stuff never bothered me. That stuff never made me feel worse. If anything, like storms always comfort me. Like, I get the best sleep ever when it's raining. Yeah, I agree with that. I I like storms. Yeah. So, I mean, like that stuff doesn't bother me, but like this weird gray overcast that we're getting right now that we've had for fucking weeks. It's just, I can't put up my finger. I couldn't put my finger on like why I felt the way that I felt, but it definitely made me feel, I don't know, just not in like a great mood. And when, when you're already struggling with whatever you're struggling with period, it's like when the weather is shitty, it just adds a level of bullshit yeah. to whatever you're dealing with. I feel like, right. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Gray is just, ugh. I try to do things to keep my mood. Not so meh. Like I still try to go for walks and stuff, but yeah, definitely. I mean, dumb question with you being visually <laughs> impaired. I mean, how, does it affect, do you think it affects you as much now as it did before? Do you um, not really notice? Do you notice? Cause you feel the warmth on your skin. Like I'm like, honestly, I mean, well, 
as from a vision perspective, this is easier on the eyes than a bright sunny day. Like yeah. it's easier yeah. from a vision perspective. But as far as mood goes, yeah, I could feel it. You could, yeah. it, it feels meh. Yeah. And while you go outside and you like that like warm hug blanket of like summer, you know, mm-hmm. you don't get that in this. Well, and as we will go on, I mean, there's reasons for that. Scientific ones yeah. by people way smarter than us. Probably wear like <laughs> white coats and say super big smart words. So um, to get to that. So the scientific perspective of this stuff, we have to talk about uh, serotonin and serotonin production. So this is according to an article on the National Library of Medicine.gov's website. So they said that there appears to be a relationship between normal season variations in the level of serotonin and the amount of available sunshine. So at the very basic science level, exposure to light has been reported to activate the synthesis of serotonin in yeast extracts, suggesting that a direct relationship between sunshine and the production of serotonin exists. So again, you know, serotonin is kind of serotonin is a a neurotransmitter that's associated with mood regulation, sleep uh, and appetite and, and things that make you, you know, kind of feel better, feel good. Uh, reduced exposure to sunlight, such as driving during overcast days or winter months, may lead to lower serotonin levels, which has been linked to conditions like seasonal affective disorder, sad, more, we're going to get to that a little bit, and depressive symptoms. So serotonin helps you up, kind of helps you up, right? Now, melatonin production. So sunlight exposure, particularly during the day, helps regulate the body's internal clock or your circadian rhythm and suppresses the production of melatonin, which is a neurotransmitter that induces sleep. So a lack of exposure to natural light, especially during shorter days or extended periods of darkness, can disrupt this balance, potentially leading to changes in your sleep pattern and your mood. Another aspect of this is vitamin D and vitamin D synthesis. So sunlight is a natural source of vitamin D. And its production in the skin is triggered by exposure to UVB rays. Vitamin D plays a role in various physiological processes, and its deficiency has been associated with conditions like depression. Reduced sunlight exposure, especially during winter months, can contribute to lower vitamin D levels. So just kind of going over that. It fucks up your serotonin. It fucks up your melatonin. Serotonin's kind of up. Melatonin's to go to bed. And it, it messes with your vitamin D. All of those things actively contribute to you feeling better yeah and this bullshit weather we're dealing right now it's not only it's not only just the weather but it's like being stuck inside too even like if you're stuck inside during nice weather so like when i was in the when i was in the marine corps Mm -hmm. we worked there was a point where we worked like a one watch where that was like everybody worked breakfast lunch dinner every day so, dude, and then like the winter time, like yeah, it was still nice out, but like the sun would set earlier. Mm-hmm. So we would go in before breakfast, obviously three o'clock in the morning, and we would leave not until five or six at night. So it was like dark when we got there, dark when we left. Like we might be able to go outside for a second, just like feel the sun <laughs> down on your face. <laughs> yeah, and then back inside, back to the dungeon. <laughs> I always wonder. I have a lot of friends that work in like the manufacturing industry mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And I got guys that work at uh, some local plants where it's like 12 hour shifts or whatever. They're, they show up and it's dark outside and then they leave and it's still dark outside, you know? Excuse me. And like, I always wonder if you don't get to see the sunlight at all, 
that's gotta fuck your whole day up, bro. In time, <laughs> like I, my office, I changed. Um, so I work at the Veterans Assistance Commission as a veteran service officer, and my office used to be the inside office. So it was like, if our office makes a big C with hallways and offices, all those offices are on the outside that face the exterior of the building. I'm on the interior. I was, and I hated it. I hated it. I don't like fluorescent lights either. Like fluorescent lights give me headaches and stuff. Sometimes it can trigger like a migraine for me. Like I, I don't like bright lights. So like usually I like natural light. So eventually I got to move and now my office has a window that faces outside. So I do get the natural light, but I do like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why are you making that look? I know. Good <laughs> Princess Eric gets what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking little Lord Fauntleroy over here. Needs, needs Jeez, to see the sun. I need sunshine. Needs to fucking see the sun. You can be blind and not even see windows, dick. <laughs> That's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so. I'm very sorry for that. It's just, dude. If I gotta sit in an office, I fucking need. No, no, I get it. I need some. I need some connection to the outside world. Yeah. And like my friends that work in manufacturing jobs and stuff, like you don't see the sun fucking at all. No. Like, that's just your life, bro. You just never get to fucking see the sun unless you're <laughs> off work. Like, that doesn't seem like that's good for you. No, probably not. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, so that leads me into seasonal affective disorder. I'm going to touch on this briefly. So, uh, like I said, I did, we did cover this in the holiday blues episode. Yep. So I'm just going to touch on it again. Um, according to mayoclinic.org, seasonal affective disorder or SAD which is just the greatest acronym. I feel like they started with that. And they like, I, sometimes I feel like people start with a word and they try to make the things fit <laughs> that acronym. Like we should call this sad. And then they just seasonal affective disorder. And they just figured it out. Uh, it's a depression. It's a type of depression that's related to changes in seasons. Seasonal affective disorder begins and ends at about the same time every year. Uh, if you're like most people with sad, your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping your energy and making you feel moody. These symptoms often resolve themselves during the spring and summer months. Less often, sad causes depression in the spring or early summer and resolves in the fall and winter months. So it can, you can get super sad into the fucking summer. Um, treatment for sad may include light therapy, phototherapy, psychotherapy, and medications. Um, so as far as like weather and veterans, mental health, you kind of brought up some things already, which was pretty cool. Um, I'm curious, like how, like another good guy to ask would be like Haber camp or any of those Navy fucks, like how <laughs> it is being on a submarine. Oh, dude, I couldn't imagine. No, I wouldn't like that at all. No. I've talked to my buddies in the Navy about that shit already. Like, dude, I get too claustrophobic period. And then also adding in the fact that you don't get any sunlight or anything from outside. Like I wouldn't be able to do it. I'm not built for that kind of stuff. No, but like when I was overseas, it was weird how when you get to Iraq or Afghanistan, in my opinion, the second you step off that bird, you feel it. You know that you're in another country and you know, it's not yours. It's not your home country. Like the smells, the sights, the sounds, everything. Not saying anything's good or bad. It's just a foreign thing. You just feel like you're somewhere else. And like the weather overseas, dude, it was so hot, so fucking hot. And when I was in Afghanistan, the craziest thing about it was like, depending on the time of year, you could be stepping off for a mission and you're at like fucking, what do you call it? 
I don't know, like ground level or whatever you call it. Like just it's, it could be hot as shit when you step off for mission and then you go to the top of a mountain and there's like snow up there and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to prepare for this shit. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. Other than that, I do, I, I, I'll get to this a little bit later, but I did notice like, yeah, obviously when it's insanely hot out, that tends to affect people's moods <laughs> when it's yeah. like yeah. 120, 130 degrees out. You know what I mean? Like, obviously people are going to get a little moody, a little yeah. irritable, a little fucking uncomfortable. And that could just be because of how uncomfortable it makes you feel. But as we get into it, there's also some chemical neurotransmitter brain reasons why too. Nah. Um, <laughs> the big ball in the sky is on fire makes me not happy. I don't like it. Oh, well, Okinawa is the same way with the humidity. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate humidity. Oh, yeah. It was not good. Like, in, when I was in Iraq, it would be over, well over 100 degrees. But, like, I mean, it was dry heat. So, yeah, if you're standing out in it for a little while, it still sucks. But if you can get in the shade, it's like, all right, it's not like, fuck, it sucks, but it's not that bad. But then, like, I got home from a deployment once, and I, for whatever reason, I went to Georgia. And um, I was for, like, training or something. But I was in Georgia, and it was, like, 100% humidity, and it was, like, 85 degrees. And I was like, this is way fucking worse than over 100 in dry heat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 85 and hundred percent humidity. Fuck that. Like, no, I don't want to, you don't want to move. You just feel like the air is like a thick, dense, like thing. You know what I'm saying? So I don't like that at all either. But one other thing that I'll say about weather affecting your mood from the veteran perspective, and this isn't my opinion, but it's the opinion of uh, some of my buddies is that when it rains, it's easier for them to sleep because when they were overseas, I mean, uh, they never got attacked when it was raining. I've heard this from OEF guys, OIF guys, and veteran and Vietnam guys that like when it would rain, sometimes they wouldn't get attacked. So because of that, and because they were in the shit like all day, every day when they got home and it would rain outside, it actually helped them out a little bit because they felt like at ease, which is also something I never thought about either. You know how something in the weather could be connected with something so traumatic that it could affect you for the rest of your life whenever you're dealing with that same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, now what are, well, before I move on, was there anything else that you had as far as like, what it was like when you were when you were in if the weather affected your mood at all other than what you mentioned before because that's pretty substantial again going to work early in the morning you don't get out till at nighttime you don't get to fucking see the sunlight at all that sucks you just, know what i mean just that and the humidity in japan yeah it was it, oh man it was humid i didn't realize it was that i've never been it was like the walls in the house would like start sweating oh yeah humid you know what i'm talking about yeah it was you would walk outside and your like clothes, like your camis would just like stick to you already. And just yeah, and uh, dude, we I I didn't understand this, but in the chow hall for the first like four years I was in, we had like paper hats, like that you just put your chevron in. But it was, like, and it's like by hour one, it's you're getting a new. I went through like eight hats a day because you're just sweating. <laughs> yeah. It's humid as yeah. shit, and you're standing in front of like grills and, and so stuff you're working all damn in the day. kitchen too. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are some things uh, that you think we can do to deal with our sensitivity to weather changes? Sure. 
So the first one is um, engage in physical activity. It it's gonna suck, right? Like it's not fun walking in cold or walking in the extreme hot. But once you get to it, it it feels good to. I I think at least I think so. Not only that, but if you are a follower of David Goggins at all, which he's big in the military community, he's big. Period. You know, pretty famous dude, but he's a Navy SEAL. He's also an Army Ranger. I can't remember. Somebody will probably correct me on that. Like he's he's done a lot of shit. Like he he's he's been through multiple courses through multiple branches, and he's he's definitely like you know what, like a fucking specimen as far as physical health and. He talks about as far as like engaging in physical activities. And I tried doing this with a little bit of his motivation. He is more like in your face drill sergeant style, like fucking pussy, get up. And I'm more like, and like, I, I don't do well with that either. You know what I mean? I'm more like, I'm a little more, a little bit more low key than that. But he talks about, you know, when it's cold, when it's, when it's shitty out, when it, regardless of the, the uh, conditions, that you need to try to do something. You yeah. need to get out there and do something. And I know it sucks. And and there will be times where maybe it's dangerous and you shouldn't go out there or whatever. But like I've gone on some runs in the winter when it was cold as hell out. And yeah, I didn't run very fast and yeah, it sucked. But when I got done, I felt amazing. You know what I mean? Because it's I like do. you pushed yourself. You had every reason to not do it. And if you can do it when it's shitty outside, then what's your excuse to, to not do it when it's nice outside? Yep. So yes, engaging in physical activity. Always good. If you can't go outside, go to the fuck, go to the gym, go to an indoor track, go somewhere. You can do push-ups and squats at your house in your living room. Dude, I'm so, it's so hard for me to hold myself accountable to things like that for mm-hmm. whatever reason. I think that a lot of people could say the same, but it's like, yeah, yeah, I could do uh, 500 push-ups and, and 500 sit-ups all day. You know what I mean? And just, I'll get jacked uh, eventually, but it's like, I'm not going to fucking do that. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's, that, that make, hurts. Yeah. It's hard, <laughs> yeah. but yes, you can be physically active anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Set up a space in your house. If you don't have one and the weather shitty outside, do yoga in your house, do something right. But yeah, I, I like all that for sure. What's the next one? The next one is uh practice mindfulness and relaxation techniques. That's your shit. Going back to the meditation, man. Yeah. Go, I mean, it, it yeah. You have you can, been doing it again? I have started again. Yeah. How's it been going? Good. Yeah. 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 It's just it's hard to do, like when you have kids, to meditate for me. Well, yeah. you, you know what though? I, I guess that's I, the I point. have kids. It's hard for me to. It. Sorry, I'll yeah. say it again. It's hard to do it when you have my kids. <laughs> 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 like, dude, you've been down here. When my kids are home and you're just like, what the fuck is happening upstairs? <laughs> like, it sounds like a civil war. Like, it's just crashing and yelling and screaming and crying. Yeah. I mean, but then it's like, isn't that, that's also sort of the point of meditation is to be able to find peace yeah. and all that too. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. yeah, mindfulness, relaxation, that's all your stuff, man. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm and big fan. Have you been, has that been helping you out this winter? How have you been doing through this winter season? Okay. It's like, I've been struggling a little bit, dude. This winter like, season? Yeah. 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 Um, well, at, at, when it first started, it was like the holidays and stuff. And then it was like, oh, I graduated school. So I was like, oh, woohoo. Which congratulations, by oh, the thank way. You, thank you. Fucking graduated with your bachelor's, right? Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. Yep. It's awesome. Um, and now it's to the point now where I'm like, all right, now I need to do something with my life. 
Like I'm, it's kind of getting to the point now. Where I'm like, all right, I want to go outside. Like I've been going for walks now. Like, like I said, it sucks. It's cold, but I'm doing it because I have to. Otherwise, I'll go insane. Yeah. And you feel better when you go do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like you said, practicing, being mindful, practicing, relax, relaxation techniques. Uh, and the whole thing with mindfulness in comparison to meditation was like being mindful doesn't necessarily, doesn't, it, to me, being mindful doesn't mean that you have to meditate. No, 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 no. It just means being present. Yeah. Like and, being there. And like, I have had those moments that I talked to you about too, where like, Arguably the best moments about being a dad, in my opinion, are when you are sitting on your couch and you're with your family, you're with your kids, kids, your wife, whatever you got, they're with you and you're just living like your kids are playing, watching a movie, whatever, your significant other snuggling with you or whatever. And you got to sit there in that moment and be like, these are those fucking moments. Like when I'm, when I leave this world, those are the moments I want to think about. Yep. Not the grand achievements and successes and whatever, whatever. I'm like, those are great too. Those are great too. But like, man, that's the, that's the good shit is those moments. And I think that being mindful, practicing mindful techniques is so important in those moments. Like just through your life, whenever things aren't going terrible, you got to look around and be like, Hey. I really appreciate this office. Yeah. At one point this office wasn't here and I worked really hard for a long time and now it is. I fucking appreciate that. I, I love this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a huge problem with our, like today's society. Everyone just wants more and more and more. You never take, you never stop and take time to, to realize what you really do have in your life. You don't have time. You don't but have you, time because you're just on to the next thing all the time. But you do have time. You're choosing, <laughs> yes. you're choosing to not make time. True. And if we don't pay attention, it's very easy for all of our time to get booked up. Yeah. Because if you don't pay attention, you're running from one thing to the next. Like, dude, we, our kids are the same age. We got our kids are in school. They get out of school. They go to practice for something. They get out of practice and it's just enough time to get dinner and hopefully get homework in before bath time in bed. That's how that schedule works. And it's like, if you want to do something, you're going to do it when they go to bed. So you better hope you get them to bed at a decent time. And you're by that time, guess what? You're fucking gassed. Oh yeah. So you're, I mean, if you got shit to do, hopefully you get it done. So, I mean, it's so hard. And I think by taking advantage of those small moments when you find them and trying to practice that mindfulness, I think that's one of the best ways to combat that. But yeah, I wonder what life was like in like the frontier. You know what I mean? Like colonial America. Just fighting Wolverines and oppressing minorities. But <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, aside, aside from that. Getting dysentery. <laughs> fording across rivers. Damn, dude. Okay, well, never mind. It sounds like it sucks. <laughs> I don't know. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. Like, my wife will say that sometimes. Like, I wish we lived in this period. I'm like, you do. Like, no, I... <laughs> I'm not fucking building the railroad. Fuck out of here. Like, I don't, I'm glad being right here. You know what I mean? Like, all right. So what I was going for over there was just like the, the connectedness of everybody, which leads me to my next one. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, like that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. Like the, just like the simplicity and like relying on others and not like so much Westernization. You know what I mean? That would have been one of the big pros to me is the lack of bells and whistles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that simplicity, like 
what what's on your schedule today to survive <laughs> that's what your wood. goal is yeah yeah you need to make heat and get food and like maybe add on to your shelter and that's that's what you're gonna do today and probably for the next ever yep you know what i mean <laughs> sorry what do you got so the next one actually is stay connected with others mm-hmm. so i mean it's very self-explanatory it's easy to uh it's easy to fall off of that. It, yeah, especially in the winter months, people get busy. You know what I mean? But like that, that support of friends, family, veterans, whatever really helps. And, and I used to, I really used to kind of shit on the virtual stuff, but man, if you remember in early, early COVID days, dude, we had a, uh, it was either a Christmas or a Thanksgiving. I can't remember my family virtually and like i'm so glad that i have that memory yeah like it was weird and it's not like being in person but it was it was still important and it was still beautiful in its own way because when we did that like even if you can't meet with people in person if you can just do it virtually or something it forces you to have conversation. Like I can go to a family gathering and I might not say 10 words. I'm just hanging out, letting everybody else talk. But when it's a more of a virtual environment or over the phone, like that's what it is. It's conversation back and forth. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, do not downplay how important it is to reach out to somebody virtually over the phone text message. I love that. Like, I don't shout out to my boy, Chris Sifrit. He fucking, He's, he's one of many, like he called me the other day. He's like, Hey dude, just want to call and check in. Is that what you were doing? Man, that stuff is nice. You know what I mean? And it helps, especially during the winter months when you feel like shit, just knowing that somebody was thinking about you, you know what I mean? And you have the power to do that. Like it's like a fucking superpower. You can just randomly text or call somebody and be like, Hey, just want to let you know I was thinking about you. How are you doing? Just checking in. You doing okay? Dude, you really want to make someone say, send them a letter. When's the last time you got a letter seeing how you were doing? Oh my God. I'm going to send you a letter, but it's going to be like what they would say in like frontier days. It better be like old timey English. You better start with like. My dearest Bradley. I was going to say, dearest friend. Brad Tholomew. I fought off the Wolverines this morning. Um, Yeah, maybe. Maybe we can start writing letters again. I don't know. I'll start. 98. No, I won't start. Can't see the pen. So. Can you make Braille letters? Do you read Braille? No. I fucking love that. <laughs> it's like, nah, I'm not learning that shit. Fuck out of yeah, here. Absolutely not. Yeah, uh, iPhones for that. <laughs> technology. Connection. What's the next one? Um, uh, pursue hobbies and creative outlets. Okay. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. Did you find any hobbies? Have I found any hobbies recently? Mm-hmm. Yep. No. No, I feel like I should, but no, I haven't. I started playing, like I have a relationship with video games. Sure. Where, like I'll fall off and, and I won't play for years. And like just recently somebody was selling an Xbox one for like super cheap. And I was like, fuck. All right. And it came with like 15 games. And so I, I bought it and Lily and I have been like playing and like, why and she's watching me play video games and i'll try to do that sometimes at the end of the day but i have to be very careful because for me there's a fine line between 
video games being a nice me time activity Mm -hmm. and then video games becoming something that's destruct, not destructive, but it's helping me procrastinate. Oh yeah. You know, and starting to get in the way, like there's a line with that, but still, especially during the winter months, having hobbies and creative outlets that you can do for yourself inside super beneficial. I think. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I have is uh, set realistic goals for yourself for the winter time to yep. get through it. So, yeah, I like that, especially because you know if you got a house, apartment, whatever your living situation is, you know you got shit around your house that needs to get done. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I got to fucking clean out the bank. I got so much stuff that needs to get done around here. Like Ashley will just randomly send me an email, like, "Hey, just want to make sure you have this," and it's just a list of like all of the things that I need to do around this house. But it's like, if it's the winter time and you're not sure what to do and you're not feeling great and the weather's shit, whatever could be good opportunity to at least take a couple of those off your list. It it could, you know, but the last thing I want to do when I'm feeling mad because the winter is clean the bathrooms. You know what I'm saying? Yes and no. I don't know. I find a piece some oh, scrubbing God, I toilets. I you find a piece this. in scrubbing toilets. Uh, I gotta be careful saying this because if my wife hears it, she's be like, I heard it. <laughs> but it's like when it comes to doing a task that doesn't require a lot of thinking, sometimes it it help I can zone out a little bit. Yeah. And actually find a little piece in it. Like Craig talked about it, Zellhart, when he was on the last episode about rake and leaves. Like sometimes if you're in a shitty mood, I know you don't want to do something, but if like you can just get enough motivation to start a task and you start to lose yourself in that activity, like that can help you feel better too. I used to do woodworking and cause I just don't have the time anymore, but I loved it and I wasn't good at it, but I just, dude, I could sit there and sand wood and listen to a podcast or music for like ever. It's just relaxing to me. I'm watching what I'm doing. I just, I feel very calm. It's allowing my brain to kind of be mindful and like meditate in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I'm not thinking about all the stimuli and stuff. Like I found something that I really enjoy. So, I mean, yeah, I definitely think that's, uh, that's something they're going to, but, um, what about you? Do you have any other, I don't know. You said it, you're any, any goals for yourself when you're in the house or is it all like daily? Like, all right, I got to do the laundry. I got to fucking do this yeah, like that kind of stuff. It's probably just daily, daily things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, lately has been getting, getting the house ready for getting everything ready for Disney. It's like, a, and it's like I, taking you like a month to get I know. ready. And it's, this is bad to say, but I'm already planning Amanda's and I like our, our vacation for when we get back. That's not bad to say because <laughs> yeah, if you've ever taken a vacation with kids, you know, as well as I do, that's not yeah. a vacation. No, it's not a vacation. It's you being super anxious and stressed out for like more often than normal. Cause when you're at home, you don't have to be as stressed out. Cause you're like, this is my space. This yeah. is a safe place when you're out there in the world and you got kids, especially kids like mine, just fucking running around causing chaos being it's a kids lot. it's a lot yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Just, just being, being kids. kids but yeah it, that you need a day off from that that's why i always say the move is when you take a vacation you got to take an extra day off before you go back to work yeah you got to figure that out because like you need a decompression day before you get back to your job especially if you're taking a vacation with your kids especially vacation to disney <sighs> dude it is so it's just like 
Amanda's been on the phone and they'll like send you a text where it's like reservations open now and then you have to quickly try to get it. But then if you call, they're like, sorry, it's full. And it's like, dude, I don't know. I And I was like, can't you just go to Disney and just like go? She's like, no. <laughs> you can't do that. That like you have to have an itemized yeah. schedule, like an itinerary. Or like, and if you don't, she's like, if you don't, if we don't do this, we're not gonna have any fun. We're not gonna be able to do anything. I'm like, well, I, that's a little dramatic, I think. But thank I, God I, for I, moms. Yeah. Because if it moms was just up to dads, <laughs> thank God for moms and drugs. Moms and drugs. In that order. <laughs> thank God for because if it was just dads. It'd just be a bunch of people showing up at Disney. <laughs> trying to figure it out. Like, Do you have tickets? What tickets? Well, I, I don't know. I just, can, I figured I could fucking get them here. Can, right? can I just buy them over there? Yeah. Yeah. Dinner reservations? Have, no. Nah. Nope. Do I need those? <laughs> can you just make something? I don't right. care what you got. Yeah. yeah. Like. Do you have swim trunks for your kids? I mean, you got a store around here, right? I'm like, buy some swim that's, trunks. That's the, I think that is like the ultimate go-to. Like, if you need it, just buy it. Like, you're there. You're already spending hundreds of dollars at you, this place. What's another eight bucks? You and I, you and I were hanging out with our families the other night, and our wives were talking about like just men just get to go wherever they want. They just pack up like one book bag or whatever. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. And if I got a pack for the kids, I'll pack the same shit. Yeah. Whatever I don't got, I'll get what I get there. Exactly. There was a, there was a video where it was like, I don't remember. It was like a husband and a wife and they're packing or something. And she's like, he's like, all right, I'm done. And he's the one, the one with yeah. like the flannel. He's, he's like, got like nothing. Yeah. He's got like a flannel, a t-shirt, and a pair of jeans. He's like, well, yeah. What if you, the problem? Like, there? what if you get hot? I'll take the flannel off. <laughs> well, and, and like I said before, I used to travel so much as an investigator that like, I thought I, I think at least for myself, it's obviously it's different with kids. You got to bring more shit, but like I can pack stuff for myself very efficiently and bring just enough stuff. Cause I don't want to carry it all. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, you could, I could easily get a week in, in the carry on book bag. A big, yeah. Like a big military book bag. Yeah. 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 I could do a week with a carry on. I've easily. done that before. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, and one thing you can do if you are, traveling with a carry-on is you can uh explore indoor recreation which is another thing that we found that you can do uh to kind of get rid of the the uh sads seasonal affective disorder or just dealing with this bullshit weather so take advantage of uh indoor recreational opportunities there's tons of them you virtual gaming indoor sports leagues joining clubs like all that shit exists it exists wherever you are you just have to look for it and find one and find something you enjoy like i got friends that are in bowling leagues i got friends that are in dart leagues pool leagues um axe throwing we <laughs> axe throwing leagues which, Shout out to Splitting Targets. We've shout been doing, out to Splitting Targets. We've been doing our axe thrown over there. Brad proved that he is not fucking I was, blind. I was just going to say, man, I'm, I'm pretty good at uh, axe throwing as well as archery. Fuck. And I got to, like I said, I told you the other day, I got to pump the brakes, man. <laughs> <laughs> like the VA is going to be like, all right, hey, uh, I don't wait think this guy's second. fucking blind. Uh, you got a fucking bullseye at Splitting Targets. I did. And, um, but yeah, like that. A perfect thing to do indoors. Yep. Axe throwing, so much fun. Um, and we go out there on Thursdays. They got leagues on Thursdays. I think they got half price too. So again, splitting target. Shout out to them. Awesome yep. organization. Another great thing to do indoors. Virtual golf. Virtual golf. How many virtual things are starting to come out now? You know what I mean? Where you can go. Virtual shooting lanes. Yep. 
SWATS uh, gun shop here in Mantino. They got a sweet virtual virtual shooting simulator, Guardian Concepts in Kankakee. They're going to be getting one. Um, so that's another amazing one. So there, there's a lot of stuff that you can still do indoors. You know what I mean? That's that's fun. So indoor recreation is a big thing. Cuddle up on the couch by fire and read a good book. Mm. <laughs> mm, yes. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> like you cuddle with me or you cuddle with your significant other? Oh, I just meant like by yourself. What 20 you, bucks is 20 bucks. Uh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Take it back. Take it back. Uh, Edit nothing. that out, Jake. If you want to cuddle. You know what, Jake? Keep it in. <laughs> Fuck it. Next one. Create a comfortable environment. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it's your living space. You want to be super comfortable there. Make sure that it's conducive to your well-being. Add cozy elements. Uh, personalize your space. Use natural light, light therapy lamps, all that stuff. Um, Another great reason to get married, because <laughs> if it wasn't for my wife, I would live. There's a meme where it's got a, it's got like a, a foldable chair and like a mattress on the ground and then like a TV and an Xbox. And like, this is how single guys would live. I'm like, yeah, that's all you need. Why would I buy uh, any other shit? But you, you know what hurts though? Mm. Like Amanda reminds me quite frequently that like I would not be okay without her. <laughs> That's a wife thing too. She's she'll like, let you know like she's like, hey, just you know I'm pretty she's much like, keeping you alive. She's like, you would suck without me. <laughs> Fair points. Fair points. I need I mean, but that hopefully it goes both ways a little bit because I it's hope. like dude I, <laughs> I'm like, I yeah I, I I would die but you you wouldn't laugh. <laughs> You wouldn't laugh at blind jokes so much. Or maybe more. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Damn it. I understand that. I mean, I need, I rely on my wife. I do. Sure. Oh, yeah. And I feel like she relies on me too. I think that's safe to say. I think that's at the foundation of any good relationships. Like you need the other person. You help the other person, right? But yeah. So again, my wife did a phenomenal job creating a very comfortable environment for us. Um, and and that was just one of the one of the many things she's great at. Uh, next one, utilizing technology for connection, leverage technology to stay connected with your friends, family, support networks. We talked about this shit earlier. Um, the other cool one that I found in COVID was like a bunch of my friends and I and I and my wife. There was like this virtual game, like you could download it on your phone. I forget what it was. I know there's probably a lot of them, but like you saw everybody's faces, and then there were like games, like party games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was really cool. It was cool to be able to sit in the safety and, and, uh, whatever comfort of your own home and to be able to like see your friends and still like feel like you're engaging with them. So a lot of options with technology, uh, learning something new. So use your indoor time to acquire new skills or knowledge, online courses. There's tons of free ones out there. Books, instructional videos can be valuable. Um, is there anything that you want to learn that you would, if you had, the time and energy and finances for what anything is there anything you'd want to teach yourself to do bagpipes or the harp bagpipes would be cool both of those would be pretty cool right also it'd just be like to just fucking bust out a harp yeah i you mean I don't, think, I don't think you can just bust a harp out they're pretty big but yeah, you know just carry it with you you know what I mean? You guys mind if I, you guys mind if I bring this out? Can I, can I, can I pluck? You guys mind if I pluck a little something for you? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, you know what's interesting though? 
the things that I would also do would also be learning like classical instruments. Yeah. Like I would love to learn piano and violin. Not fucking with That'd you. That'd be I, cool. I've always wanted, like I've always been um, just enamored with videos of people playing uh, popular songs on violins or stuff on the piano. I feel like the look on your face says you're about to say something about me being Asian. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Right. Listen, it's very Asian of you. Do you want to play violin or piano? And what's hard is like, <laughs> up until this moment, I never thought about that. That's, that's, and then as I saw the smile on your face, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. You know what I really like, guys? Doing math. Just love doing math. Got See, an abacus. You say, love. you say you're not that kind of Asian, but dude, I think you're that I kind of Asian. It. I fight it, Brad. Every day, I fucking fight it. I try to be a super good driver. People like Lily asked me, what's two plus two? Seven. Don't fucking ask me. I don't know. <sighs> it's hard for me. So you have dreams to play the violin and piano. I really do. That would be, I mean, there are so, like, there's, um, there's this guy, Josh Vietti. Uh, he's got a really cool YouTube page and he's playing all of these songs that, you know, on his violin and it's just fucking beautiful, man. Yes. Like I love listening to stuff like that. So, I mean, I would love to teach myself um, something new if I had the time. So again, try to use your indoor time to do something positive. Teach yourself something. Um, next one, plan for seasonal changes. Anticipate and plan for the seasonal changes that affect your mood. For example, if you're prone to having the winter blues, consider light therapy lamps. Consider doing increased outdoor activities during sunny days and planning enjoyable events in, indoors. So like try to get ahead of it. Try to be proactive. Give yourself more stuff to do. And those light therapy lamps, you know, you can get them for very reasonable costs on Amazon and stuff. So if that's something you're having an issue with, check it out. Um, volunteering, contributing. Volunteering can provide a sense of purpose and connection, explore opportunities to give back to the community or support causes that resonate with you, even from the comfort of your own home. Plenty of ways to do that. Uh, maintaining a routine, establish and stick to a daily routine. This doesn't work, just work for kids. This works for everybody. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like have a routine, especially when you're going through like a depression or a funk. Because like, dude, when I go through that shit, my routine goes out the window. Like, I don't want to go to the gym now. I don't want to do this. I'm not taking my vitamins first thing in the morning. Like everything that I do in my routine gets jacked up. And I notice that when I get back into feeling good, I get back into a routine naturally. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I feel like that's very good for me. So if you don't have a routine... Try to get one or try to work on that. And remember that all these coping mechanisms that Brad and I just rattled off may vary in effectiveness for different individuals. It's essential to explore what works best for you and to seek professional help if you find that weather-related challenges are significantly impacting your mental health and well-being. Um, so now, Brad, can you talk a little bit about how temperatures specifically affect us what did you find yeah so this is um from healthline.com it yep. says typically cold weather gives your body the signal uh to settle down and hibernate um resulting in less energy during the winter months uh warmer temperatures can uh boost your energy along with your mood but only up to the 70 degree mark <clears throat> um after that you may grow tired and feel the urge to escape the heat um sunlight also impacts energy so light tells your arcadian clock to stay awake 
uh, and darkness tells your brain it's time to rest. In other words, long, bright days can energize you, but on short or cloudy days, there's less light to encourage you to stay awake, um, so you may feel groggier than usual. Mm-hmm. Um, warm, sunny weather may affect, uh, may affect your brain power um, by boosting your memory, uh, helping you feel more open to new information, um, and improving in attentiveness um, if you have ADHD. So, like, if you're just fucking up at work right now, just be like, yo, <laughs> it's the weather. It's fucking cloudy out, guys. Cold. I remember one day we were going on a mission in Afghanistan. This just popped into my mind when I said that. And our comms weren't working. So our radios in between our Humvees uh, wasn't working. And we went to our Air Force radio guy. And we we're like, hey, dude, what's up with our comms? And he's like, ah, it's fucking clouds out. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, bro, this is the fucking military, bro. You tell me that fucking radios don't work because there's clouds out, but it also works for us too. I'm going to try to use this at work and be like, listen, I know I fucked up everything, <laughs> but there are clouds there's in the sky. Clouds. So Can't. fucking sorry, bro. <laughs> um, I also found some more on this same article on that healthline.com article. Warm weather also tends to make people more tolerant of financial risk, which was interesting to me. So if you find yourself making more impulsive investments or purchases during hotter months, the weather may be one of the reasons why. What? I just... Your jaw dropped. Yeah. The success of cruise lines, dude. Boom. Right there. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, that's part of it. Plus, it's like, if it's super hot out, fuck yeah. I want to be out there. You know what I mean? But to understand that, like... It's crazy that, and there's a link in this article on Healthline, if you go to it, where it brings you to a study that talks about how the warm weather can make people more tolerant of financial risk. So again, you can check it out, read into it further, but it's crazy to me that by it being hot, it can make you spend more money or do dumber shit with your money. Um, It's also worth mentioning that these effects only occur if you actually go outside. Simply looking out the window on a sunny day probably won't have much effect, uh, effect or impact. Uh, high temperatures can also increase stress levels. There's some older research uh, that suggests that people tend to be more irritable or aggressive during hotter months. I mean, I would agree. You just feel fucking uncomfortable. Um, there's some research research from 2018 that links higher temperatures to increased agitation and anxiety. And then don't forget extreme weather events like hurricanes, wildfires, tornadoes. They can also cause severe mental health symptoms too. According to a 2020 review, including 17 studies where participants had experienced extreme weather events in the past 12 months, almost 20% experienced symptoms of anxiety, uh, 21% experienced symptoms of depression, and 30% experienced symptoms of PTSD. So also something to take some, um, to uh, be cognizant of, especially depending on where you live, you know, like the wildfires, storms in the midwest tornadoes all that shit tropical storms like typhoons and tropical stuff. storms yeah. oh my god yeah all that stuff yeah. um now another aspect of weather affecting your mental health is the barometric pressure so is all according to that same article if you've ever gotten a tingly uneasy feeling before a storm that was likely your body sensing a drop in atmospheric pressure Super cool to me. A study in the same article suggests that drops in atmospheric pressure can activate the superior vestibular nucleus. Said that right. Couldn't say the trio thing right. I said superior <laughs> vestibular nucleus, right? 
a part of your brain that controls balance and perception. Uh, this study involved mice, but humans also have an SVN. Uh, the study authors suggest that SVN may rile up your body's stress system before a storm, making you feel on edge. Circulating stress hormones can also sensitize your nerve endings, which could be why some people get chronic pain flare-ups when the air pressure is low. So it's like your great grandpa or whoever's like, ah, my fucking knee hurts. Storm's coming. Like, that's why. That's why that shit is. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Part of me wishes you didn't read that because I thought I, I thought I had superpowers and I could tell I when storms want, were coming. Just wanted to assume that I was a magician <laughs> or a wizard. Uh, so that's why if you've ever that's heard crazy. of that about like, oh, my knees flaring up, the weather must be changing. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's possible because of the air pressure. That's so cool. And you feel that in your joints. So that's a, that's a really cool thing. Um, now, what are the importance of like outdoor activities and connection to nature when we're talking about the weather and uh, connection with mental health? <clears throat> yeah, we actually talked about this on a previous episode um, on with uh, Marine Corps, uh, uh, with Marine Chris James. On the episode, I'm fine with the great outdoors. I hope he listens to this and he's like, Brad fucked up my name. <laughs> Chris, Chris. <laughs> well, in, in my defense, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, got, I, I have no well, reason for that. <laughs> I mean, you aren't visually impaired and you're trying to read off a fucking tablet, so you got a little bit of a fucking reason. So, yeah, we covered it in that episode. Yep. Pretty clear, or pretty well, but like, yeah, you feel better being outdoors. There's plenty of reasons why you feel better when you're outdoors, and that's why it sucks so much when you can't go outdoors. So again, take advantage of those moments where it is nice and try to get out there if you can. Um, what are some, what? Sorry, yeah, what say, even if it's not nice, get, bundle yeah. up, go outside, even yeah. if it's not nice that's out. That's true. Yeah, you'll, yeah, still, yeah. you'll still feel better after doing it. Good point. Uh, how do you overcome those challenges? Um, it really, it's a, just a mind game, man. Yeah. Just tell myself to do it. Yep. Yeah. Man, and really- there are probably, I don't know. Again, I think when it comes to, if you're missing the outdoors, you can buy a terrarium. You can, I bought an arrow garden so you can get those on like Amazon or whatever. It's a little garden where you can grow whatever you want inside your house. Yeah doing little stuff like that kind of brings a little bit of the nature inside to get uh, a chia pet chia pet plants any of that stuff ash has been doing great she's got some plants she's kept them alive i don't know fucking how like for like th- the first 12 years of our relationship every plant she ever had <laughs> died like that day but um we brought you know i like having plants in my house it's nice the more the older i get i'm like it just feels nice it's nice having that in there it raises yeah. the feng shui I still don't know what feng shui is. Do you? I think so. I think it's like the the mood and the the vibe of like a room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, that sounds at, about right. At my old house, we had a feng shui, a feng shui wall. It's just like a ledge in, like, in between the kitchen and the living room. Yeah, and we just had like a bamboo plant on it or something. I wonder if you can bring that up to like a World War II veteran. <laughs> They're like, get that fucking, don't fucking talk about that shit around me. I don't think I would do that. <laughs> I fought the feng shui's in World War II. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I think you're right. That sounds about right to me. Um, so, in closing, I mean, I think we covered it pretty well. I thought we did a pretty good job. Yeah, this was a fun episode. Talking about how much weather impacts mental health. I learned, I don't know what the biggest thing you listened or you got out of it. 
the, the coolest thing that I got out of this episode and starting for this episode was the pressure and how like being able to sense a storm's coming because of the drop in pressure and because your body senses that drop in pressure, but you don't understand it enough. And that's how you know that like a storm's coming and stuff like getting that explanation was very cool to me and also getting to know more about scientifically like what happens in your brain the serotonin melatonin and the impact that and vitamin d and the impact that the sun has on all three of those things so i like that a lot i forgot to mention about the vitamin d um when i was in the marine corps since i didn't i would work in the in the chow hall they gave me uh vitamin d like supplements and it was fifty thousand milligrams per pill and i was supposed to just take one one a week Oh man, by just w- super fucking positive. Dude, by week three, I was like a I was like a ball of sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> like you take the vitamin D and you're like, hey guys. <laughs> Dude, like I, just was, I was shading rainbows, man. God. It was I was on cloud nine. It was fantastic. Well, I tell you to take vitamin D supplements if you're not seeing if you don't get to see the sun at all. Like Whoa. my doctor told me that before. And you should try it. But the yeah, fact that they're they, taking them. The fact that they prescribe me fifty thousand 50,000 50, 50, milligrams. You gotta like stress that. <laughs> Not 15, 50. 50. Thank you. Um, no, thank you, Eric. God, you are fucking welcome, Bradley. <laughs> this is a good episode. That was, was good. So if you're listening to this today, please, I would challenge you to reflect on your own experiences uh, of what we have said, how weather's affected your mental health. And if you got something to add, feel free to comment. Feel free to shoot us an email. Um, send it over to me at Eric P at project headspace and timing.org. Follow our Facebook page, the I'm fine podcast, send it to that. Um, if you have suggestions for future episodes or any feedback, always feel free to let us know. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Um, and before we, we cancel out or close out the show, the one other thing I want to bring up, uh, as this episode drops, we project headspace and timing will be offering three weekly peer support groups. So for veterans in Kankakee County and veterans that aren't uh, against traveling to Kankakee County, there's going to be three peer support groups going on here. So every single week, uh, we're going to have a general session peer support group on Monday nights from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Guardian Concepts Training Center in Kankakee. On Wednesdays, our friend uh, Marine, I call him Uncle Scott, Scott Harris, he's going to be leading a what we have called Mad Jack's 12 step, a non-denominational self improvement and self discovery program Uh, for any veteran that might be interested in like living a life of sobriety or just wants to learn more about why they act the way that they do. Again, strictly peer peer to peer stuff, just sitting down talking, bullshitting, uh, talking about books that we've read, things like that. That's Mad Jack's 12 Step. That's going to be on Wednesdays at 6 p.m., 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. And that's also a Guardian Concepts Training Center. And then Fridays at noon, I'll be facilitating a Vets Cafe over at Uplifted Cares Grief Center in Bourbon A. So if you are a veteran in our area and you want to get out, meet some other veterans, kind of help kick the holiday blues a little bit and, and the weather, uh, please feel free to check us out. Uh, and those those will all be listed. Uh, you can find all that information on Project Headspace and Timing dot org. So again, Brad, great episode. Always fun, my friend. Thank Absolutely. you again. And thank you to all of our listeners. And we will be talking to you again very soon and hopefully back on schedule. So until next time.